This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Let's go. Educated. Wanna learn how to close deals? Wanna learn how to sell more? That's what we're here for at Sales Genius. Let's go. Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Hi, everybody. Welcome to War Games Wednesday. Great to see you guys. I'm really excited today. And the reason I'm really excited is because of our guest. And so I'm going to throw out a couple highlights before I bring him on so he doesn't get all embarrassed and things like that. But for one, he's got one of the best names on the planet, right? His name is Joe. So we know that's a good thing, right? But founder of marketingagencyowner.com and Revenue Inbound. So one of the things I want to tell you is this is a guy who works with the likes of the Ty Lopez. And what's great is that Joe was very content for being behind the scenes, but helping everybody to make a bunch of money. He's working with Jeffrey Gittimer. He's featured in the $100 million Academy. Okay, so he understands the digital space that we all need to dominate in. But most importantly, he knows how to dominate in there. So I want to bring him up on the stage to brag about him because, you know, I love him to death. He's just fantastic. Joe Soto, how are you? I, I'm Great excited. Thanks for having yes, me. Yes, yes. And you are the host of the Not Your Average Joe podcast and video show, which I love. I have been a guest on it before, but now that I'm a clear one on your show, I came in completely blurry, but I think it's better for aesthetics that people go, you know, he sounds we'll better than again. he looked. We'll do it yes. again. Yes, perfect. We got Desmond actually went to the office today. What's up, Des? So I'm going to throw Des over here on the side with us so we can come over here. I'll say, Joe, switch with me, right? <laughs> and then Joe comes over. Yikes. We lost Brian, so that means Brian must have got some kind of phone call from before. But uh, some of the VIPs will be jumping in, but we're already picking up people on Facebook and YouTube. We got, wow, we got five comments. So... Let's, let's go see. Larry Schneider is here as always. Uh, we got Facebook user. Joe is not average. Okay. <laughs> Brian, which you know very well. <laughs> so we come back. Hey, Joe and Joe. Joe squared. That's exactly what I called it when yeah. we were together doing that. So that's Justin Benton. That's uh, Facebook user. You can tell by the picture. He's a little more <laughs> pale than he typically is. But there he is. Fantastic. So Joe. You understand marketing, 
you understand a whole bunch of stuff. I threw this on my public Facebook page as well, because I'm like, you need to be seen everywhere, right? And I know this will be one of the most valuable war games that we've put out, but it'll also be the one that gets viewed the most for everybody that's in my other time zones that are there. But, and Joe is very, Sean, you're absolutely right. Miss Farha, welcome. She's out on East Coast in Boston. So same time zone. Going, What's going on out there? But Joe, talk to me. Explain to me what people need to understand and know. Because again, success in digital, success in the internet today, I'm sure there has to be a system, a procedure, and a process, and by all means, a belief. But to me, I'm, I'm going to look and say, Joe, talk to me. Tell me something valuable. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you the most valuable thing I can probably uh, share with everyone is that people skills trump social media skills. So you, nice. all of you already have everything that it takes to be successful in leveraging the the internet, online space, the digital marketing space to do what you do best. You're just not doing it. You know, we this is the the great uh, challenge that we all face. So a lot of us know what to do. We're not doing it. So a lot of what I might share could be stuff that you know, you're, you've already been told, but you're not, you're not doing it. I tend to challenge uh, my students, my, my coaching students and, and people that I work with because they, 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 uh, they've heard things. I've heard this. I've been studying this. I've been reading this. And there's an old quote called, it's one thing to, to study a warrior's life, but it's another thing to live it. And so I'm really big about execution, right? Just knowing that you've got to make a decision to execute. I've got some other people here. What, what route, what path would you like to go down? We could, I could take questions. I could give you some uh, online strategies for attracting clients without paid ads. I can talk about how to get people with paid ads. I could talk about funnels. What do you think? And maybe we hear in the comments or Joe, maybe based on the feedback you've gotten from people in the past, what do you think people want to hear the most? So, so what I look at is um, I, I am by all means, I'm okay with paying for ads, but let's be real. I, how do I generate traffic? How do I generate leads where I'm not spending a dime? Maybe I, maybe I don't have the biggest social media network out there, yeah. but I do have, what can I do to attract people? Look, Sean already threw it up there. I think it's going a little slower than what I wanted to do because I click it and then it comes up and I'm already clicking on and off. Yeah. But online attraction without paid ads. That's, I like that. So that's going to be something that we do well. I know that Desmond does paid ads on what he's looking for pay-per-click and stuff like that. So, but yeah. to me, right, I want to know how do I get people focused and interested into what I have to say, right? And how do I get them into that funnel thing? And there you go, Sean, just threw that up there. Generating well, traffic for funnels. Yeah, so. let, let me talk, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about, uh, let me share a couple of stories. First of all, one, one is, uh, it's a gentleman who's in Justin's and I's mastermind group. I have a mastermind group with Jeffrey Gittimer, that we hold uh, annually and we hope we meet three times a year. And one of the individuals in that program actually uh, purchased my course from me years ago. When I say years ago, like 2017. And wow. at the time he had an agency business and he was trying to figure out how to get local clients. And he was, he was struggling like a lot of people. They didn't know how to go out and get clients, how to, how they attract people uh, without having to pay for advertising. And I gave him a suggestion uh, in 2000, I think it was 2018 when I gave him the suggestion. Um, and then, uh, he, within two years, he's, he's done this, uh, this activity, which is, I said, why don't you start a Facebook group 
just like what Joe's done here with war, war games. I said, start a Facebook group. But in your case, I, I, I advised him. I said, start one in your local community. He wanted to serve local clients. I said, okay. Like I tell my local business clients, I'm going to tell you, you don't have to be at best at marketing in the world. You just have to be best at, at marketing in your particular area space or geographical region or area. Like when I did restaurant marketing for several years, I would tell the restaurants, you don't have to be the best marketing restaurant in the, in, in, in the whole country. You have to be the best in this zip code, okay, or in these surrounding zip codes. And let's dominate the, the audience in this area. Well, in his case, it's a start the, start the local Facebook group and I said, just add value by being the person who brings people together without charging like BNI. So you can kind of build a networking group together. And he was, he's in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And he says, okay, I'll do it. I said, make it business, small business owners is the requirement. Set some rules for the group. It's very easy to set up a Facebook group. You can Google how to do it. You can outsource people to do it for you. And, and uh, you be the, the, the conduit, the, the person between that's helping these people network and find leads amongst each other and, and building these alliance partners. So he says, I'll do it. So he sets it up. Two years later, he comes to me and he has this group. It's now almost 30,000 people large. It's like 28,000 people. Now, more importantly, uh, about a year ago, about a year ago now, maybe a little bit, uh, I think it was a year ago, like in May or March, right around uh, pandemic time. Uh, he says, no, actually it was, it was pre, it was the end of 2019. Sorry. He comes to me and he says, um, I've started this group, Joe, but I enjoy the group more than I enjoy getting clients from it. <laughs> I said, <"Okay." laughs> I said uh, he says, but the problem is I don't make money from the group. Right. So now I want you guys to think about this because this helps you be more innovative and in thinking about how do I optimize and monetize things like Facebook groups? So the first way to monetize it is you can make a Facebook group of your potential audience all network together, learning, getting advice, getting strategies, getting tips. Joe is a sales trainer. Anybody could probably get sales coaching from Joe from this group, but he's also just giving value by bringing other people in. Similar type concept, but you could do it in a, even more narrow niches. I actually got the idea, what Corey didn't know is I got the idea from watching an interior designer in Northern Virginia set up a Facebook group and she made contractors pay 150 bucks a year to be part of the Facebook group. And then she invited consumers to the Facebook group who needed to get you know, you know, renovation ideas and home furnishing ideas and different types of design ideas for kitchens and bath remodeling and all this. Now, she's an interior designer. She doesn't do some of that contract work. So she features the contractors. But anytime any of those consumers, which, by the way, that group's over 20,000 people big now, anytime, anytime those consumers need an interior designer, who are they going to think of? Anytime those contractors have one of their clients say, we also need an interior designer, who are they going to think of? Right. She her, she's building her own authority marketing platform with her own Facebook group. Well, Corey comes to me and says, Joe, how do I monetize this group even more beyond it giving me clients? Because I can just, I could build a million dollar business just with clients, but how do I think bigger? And I said, well, nothing beats residual income, but you need to get these people off a of Facebook group now. And he said, what do you mean? I said, you have to get these people off of Facebook. Why don't you build a local directory in Chattanooga for small businesses, invite all the people that in your Facebook group to take part in that, make it a free directory, but you can charge people who want to pay for optimized listings, promoted listings. And there's a, there's a, uh, a white label do-it-yourself directory site called brilliantdirectories.com. That's just a great free resource that I showed him. I said, for 150 bucks, you could have your own directory site branded to you with totally built out for you 
where it builds in your payment processing. You can just add Stripe to it, add PayPal to it. And he goes, okay, what should, I, what should my levels be? I said, I don't know, charge zero for free listing, charge 25 for like a half, you know, partly sponsored listing. And then do like a $200 level for people who want to be like the featured business of the month and stuff. He comes back to me two weeks later. He says, I made $2,500 already off the directory site. And I had nice. just given, I, I gave him the coaching two weeks prior. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I launched it. I set it up. It was out of the box template. I just added my logo for Chattanooga Small Business Networking. And hey, Eric. And he <laughs> sets this up. And and he and he's taken off. So that that was uh that'll be it'll be two years this fall. So you know, a little over a year and a half now. Joey's at thirty thousand a month in recurring revenue from his directory site alone. That's 30, amazing. A month from his directory site alone that came and spawned from the Facebook group. Now some people don't have the patience to do that. So he, right. he looks back and goes, "This has been about a three and a half year venture that's turned into thirty thousand dollars a month recurring revenue." Which, by the way. That's about a $400,000 a year business, darn near, that would sell at a four to 10 multiple because it's recurring monthly revenue that doesn't right. go away. And the difference of that multiple, people say, well, how do you know what you can sell it for? That depends on retention and his retention is fantastic. So that's an example of how someone can leverage an online strategy just by going, is there a Facebook group strategy I could use that could showcase me as the authority figure in my local market or in my particular industry or my particular category that could that, and could highlight me as the authority and the kind of the trusted advisor in this space that doesn't have to be super related to him, to you even, right? That's number one. You want another strategy? <laughs> I do. Okay, so I just want to start off that we are what a whole fourteen minutes into this, and he's already showed you how to go make almost four hundred thousand dollars a year, guys. If it takes you three years to get three hundred and sixty thousand dollars passive, are you willing to put in the time? So one of the things I want to highlight, Joe, before you jump into the next one, is it's something I throw out all the time. So I'm in other mastermind groups as well. And yeah. one of the things I always look at, like, so for example, you're a guest in somebody else's show. I chose to be a smart ass. You were like, Joe, that Joe's a smart ass. So we got Joe Clown, Joe Soto, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but then I chose to extend the, the relationship past that point. So it wasn't just in here, right? So it wasn't like, oh, he came on a show and that was it. But then taking the action. So you talked to a guy and in two weeks, he had already done what yeah. you said to go do. And I think so many people like you started with, you all know what to do. You're just not doing it. Yeah. Right. And so after we go to the second story, I just want a couple of tips or hints from you on how do we get to the point of taking that action that you're so good at taking that the people that you know, that are successful, because again, I don't know how many people that are sitting here are going to go, hey, I'm going to brilliantdirectors.com and start a directory, right? I, yeah. I mean, tonight, I will have my laptop open going in seeing how do I put it together and add it into the War Games group, right? And how do I put it out there into the automotive pages? Because that's where most of my specialty comes from. And so, but I branched onto all these other sales things because sales is sales. But Well, the, no. the cool thing and about so, the directory... The directory, sites, the directory sites can be uh, based on category and interest and all kinds of things for directories. So it doesn't have to be just a local market. In his case, he was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. 
there wasn't a lot going on with online business directories. People were annoyed with the BNI stuff. And I said, create a new business directory where you're featuring local businesses and making it the community and the community kind of pulled together. And it works really well in smaller to mid-sized markets. We find he's actually replicated this in another area. Um, Smart. Now thinking about doing it uh, in, in some different cities. But, you know, he, he turned it into, this is pre, pre-COVID though. He was, take, I'll take another step of this group. He was, he would invite people from his Facebook group to attend a weekly Chattanooga, Tennessee at a hotel networking group meeting. And he was telling me about this. I said, well, that's brilliant. I said, so you get, he goes, yeah, I'm like a celebrity with all these business owners because I run this group. They show up. He just did his first in-person since COVID, had over a hundred people show up to the hotel. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, he's in, he's in Chattanooga in Tennessee where it's, a, it's very open there. Right. But he, he, uh, he was doing this pre-COVID though, and when he when he uh, when I was coaching him on the directory site stuff, and I said um, I'm gonna I'm gonna double your revenue of these events. I said, how do you make money at your event? He says, well, I charge for a sponsorship table, and I charge 500 bucks every week, and a business pays it. They're the sponsors uh, of the night, and they get a sponsorship table. And I said, there's two things I want you to do by next week, and let's talk about your implementation strategy. He said, he says, what's that? I said, I want you to charge for a second. <laughs> a second sponsorship table that'll double your money. That'll pay for my coaching fee already. I said, and then number three, I want you to, um, Oh, collect emails. Let's start getting emails off of your Facebook group and, uh, in front from people that are attending live. Cause those become your VIP email list. So he did it. And you're right. The, the, here's the difference. Okay. The people that are going, well, I know what to do, but I'm not doing it. Is that we tend to think we have things that stop us, right? And the main thing that tends to stop people in the digital marketing space is um, the tech overwhelm. We go, I, I don't know how to start a group. I don't, there's so much technical stuff involved. I, I don't want to take the time to do that. And my and, and so I would turn you on to a book called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. Oh, and I just heard really, that from John Story yesterday. Yeah, really embrace it. I, this, that was the best book I read of 2020. Because it really helped me embrace something that I knew was important, but I didn't understand it as well as after reading the book of how important it is to, to ask the right question of who can do that for me, not how. And I've been a big proponent of outsourcing since the beginning. I mean, since I started my agency, I was outsourcing. I still have people in different countries I outsource to and people here remotely in the U.S. that work for me remotely. I, it's all about who, not how. So you do not have to task yourself with that overwhelming feeling of, I don't know how to do what he's doing. As long as you understand the strategy, you then have to start asking, who can do that for me? Can I go on Fiverr or Upwork and type in, you know, set up Facebook group? Are there admins that will work with me and set up Facebook groups for me and design the graphics? And the answer is yes. There are plenty of right. people inexpensively who will do this stuff for you. They're not thinking like an entrepreneur. They're not going to take your idea. They don't know how to think of it strategically like you are. You bring the brains to it, the stuff that you're learning here even, and just apply it. And that's what, that's what Corey did. Cause when he heard directory, he was like, Oh, I, I can't start a directory. I said, no, no, no. There's, there's brilliant directories is out of the box, man. You just stick your logo on it. You plug in your payment, your email, your color scheme, and it is, it was literally out of the box. And he, he's like, okay, I'll, then I'll do it. Because once the tech overwhelms removed, we now feel free to be able to do it and move it. So it's usually it's, 
it's that fear of the tech. I, I don't know uh, what Joe's telling me. And, and that would be true for uh, even me. So I was being told, hey, Joe, you need to have your own show. You should do your own podcast for, for a couple of years. And finally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a podcast show, but I want to do it strategically. This is what I would encourage people to do. My show is intended to bring people that can add value to my audience. And um, it's about half people who you know, are solely people I've sourced that can just deliver tremendous value, people like you, Joe. And then the other half are actually prospects. And this is news to some people who, who, who uh, watch my show. They don't, re and it's news to some of the prospects who end up on my show. They come on right. my show. They don't realize how targeted or methodically chosen they were because they have a need that I can solve for them because what we focus on on my digital empire business side, my revenue inbound side, which has now evolved into this new business division called digital empire that we're rolling out is helping speakers and authors. We've been working with speaker and authors for years, but really helping them with a concierge service where we build out their course program and we build out their funnel and we market all of it through Facebook or YouTube ads. And that concierge service has uh, is a very high ticket. So you're talking, you know, thirty to fifty thousand dollars to get started, and then we we charge a percentage of all revenue that we generate through through the back end for 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 our success and and helping them. Plus, we charge them to manage the traffic, so it's a full concierge, and it's it's a certain type of client that fits that. That doesn't fit every person I'm going to have on my show, right? But about one out of every two I have on my show, and now that if anybody watches my show, they'll watch this and say, "Man, Joe's got this person on there," and they're probably going to end up a client, and that's what happens. So my client getting strategy for 2021, personally, for me, shifted to start my own show. I had tech overwhelm until I realized how simple it was to, to you know, pay $9 for podcast hosting and then have a virtual team do all the editing of the video and, and the audio, upload it to, you know, B, I use bcast.com. Bcast is a uh, podcast host, hosting <clears throat> site. It's like nine bucks a month. And it sends it to Apple, sends it to Spotify. Once I realized I who, not how, I didn't have to learn how to do it. All I had to do is what Joe's doing, what I'm doing, what all of you are doing is show up and have a conversation with my guests, showcase their expertise. They're going to naturally ask me if they're the right, if they're the right prospects for me, what I do. And I help the, people like them leverage their expertise online with online programs and online marketing systems so they can build their legacy, leverage their expertise without having to do anything other than create the course at one time up front. And we'll do all the course design development for them and for the right clients that works for. So we, you know, we featured, um, uh, I mean, we, we, let's put it this way. We've done uh, multiple six figures since January in these clients and upfront fees. It'll turn into a little over a million dollars over the next 12 months from the back end revenue from a handful of clients that have come from that show alone. Wow. And that, that show is free. It's free to do it. I mean, well, no, it's not free. StreamYard is like 20 bucks a month. Right. Right. StreamYard yes. is like 20 bucks a month. And my podcast site is like $9 a month. And my virtual team who does all kinds of things for me, I spend about 500 a month on. So it's not very expensive, but most people don't think of shows strategically. Like you mean I could have my prospects on my show? And the answer is sure you could. <clears throat> if I sold the restaurants, I could do a restaurant 
marketing show and have restaurant owners talking about their best marketing tips and ideas. And I could say, listen, as a give back to you, I'll market, you know, your episode in your local area for 50 bucks and 50 bucks will get them thousands and thousands of views on Facebook as a give back strategy. And I could have them on my show. So they win and I win. And by being on my show and doing something for them in advance, like marketing, now I would probably land every marketing client just by having them on my show. <clears throat> I had a I had a guest of uh, one of my guests, uh, Joe Sweeney, who's not who was was a client of mine. He was actually an, uh, a client that we helped uh, years ago with his book launch. He he wrote Networking as a Context for it. Another Joe Joe. Of course, and, I was, that's all we talk about here. Des and Brian don't yeah. don't don't interrupt. But yes, here's here's something I wasn't targeting him as a prospect, but here's an example of a strategy where you're giving value first that could earn the conversation for them to be a client. Now he was now the difference was he was already a client in the past, so I wasn't targeting him to be a client, but I still treated them the same, which is right. he was coming on my show. I said, Hey, hey Joe, do you have anything to give away? <clears throat> he says, No, I'll just I'll just come add value. I said, Well. I don't want you, I don't want the show to, to kind of go to waste. Like let's build a little email list for you from my audience and listeners and let's market something for you. He's like, well, I don't have anything to market. I said, sure you do. I said, I saw a template online of your winning game plan. I said, um, uh, do you mind if we offer that to people that come on, on the show? He said, sure. So I went on the GoDaddy. I bought the domain name joewinning.com. Nice. And I... Um, went into, in my case, it was Kajabi. You could use click funnels. You could use lead pages. You could have your team do it. Um, I happen to have very minimal tech skills. So I went in and literally just hit the template for a one page opt-in site, put in Joe's image, and then change the words to download Joe's winning game plan with your name and email. And then the next page, I just uploaded his PDF and then he could have it. And uh, I altered the PDF a little bit to have his, you know, his website on it to make sure people were going back to him. And I don't have any follow-up email sequence marketing my stuff on there. But guess who now gets an email list from that show? He gets a new, new email list and I get the uh, new You get one. It's on your, your Kajabi. It's on yeah. my Kajabi. But I still had the Zap set up so it sent him the leads as well, the emails as well. So we could load that into his own email provider or follow up with people who download his thing. And so it took me all about 30 minutes to do this. And it didn't have to be me. I could have outsourced that 100%. I just knew in this particular case, it was faster for me to create because I knew how. But uh, when he came on my show, I said, listen, I, I got the domain name for $11.99 on GoDaddy called joewinning.com. He was like, that was available? I'm like, yeah. Right. And it forwards to your little landing page. And he goes, that sounds terrific. And it's just, that was my way of, this is why I'd encourage everyone who's going to do their own show or own podcast to ask, how can I add tremendous value to my client? Something that doesn't take a ton of time, but can be, but can be perceived as a ton, of, a ton of value. And if he was a prospective client, do you think that would have gotten his ears perked up that I knew how to market? Oh, he would have immediately said there's value and you gave, you delivered results before you ever talked about the, Hey, I can get results for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. And he's well like, put. wow, well there's a, there's a list right now that I have that I didn't have already. So Sean asked, was it, are you doing podcast or a video cast? Both. Right? Both. Yeah. So I do, you can, here's, you're not actually doing both. So you're, you're doing a live stream show. I do a live stream show and then StreamYard lets you download the audio file and the video file. And so I just stick both those files in a drive folder I label the drive folder. 
I add a couple notes to it and then the team uh, puts it, does the rest. <laughs> they upload it to the, to the podcast site, takes the audio. Um, and there's a really cool piece of software that does a phenomenal job remastering the audio of your live stream shows to where you sound like a professional broadcaster. It's called remastermedia.com. It is BA. It's total badass. Called, it's very inexpensive. It's remastermedia.com. It'll remaster a video from sounding what you think sounds good to sounding amazing. And I like that. And it takes seconds to do it. And it's like, you know, instead of hiring a whole design audio engineer to, to do this for you and then charging you an arm and a leg to do it, this software, you just upload the video and the audio or the audio, and then it spits it back out, totally remastered, and you're like blown away. So that's the only technical addition that I do when it, before we upload it to the podcast. You can't fix the audio if you were already live streamed, but right. my podcast sounds a little different than my live stream does. It sounds a little more professionally re-edited and remastered. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. And just Justin's typing it into the uh, comments for us down below. But um, yeah, Justin. Yeah, I get. I well, Justin did his own. Uh, his own, um, uh, his own little funnel when he was a guest on my show, but I think I, I might've given him the URL to use. Cause I'm like, just yeah, make it free, really simple. free chill CBD.com. Yeah. He said that was yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but no, that it makes perfect sense. So, and, and agree, I, I agree with you. And I, and I love the fact that, Hey, an idea comes up, give it to you. You just added value because you're thinking, outside of what everybody else is thinking. And that's what, um, that to me is just amazing. Yeah. Well, most people are like, well, how do I just build my list? I'm the podcast host. How do I build my list? They promote their own stuff versus how could I promote my guest and maybe still win also. And if I can't win, but they win, I still will win in the long run. Right. And what happens in most cases, for instance, one of our clients is Michael Gelb. He wrote how to think like Leonardo da Vinci. And, you know, a whole bunch of other books. He's one of the world lead. He's Jim Quick's mentor. How's that? Okay. So he, he's, he's. Uh, That's impressive. I him, yeah. I saw him speak years ago on genius thinking and innovation. And I saw him on a, on a podcast. Um, a friend of, a friend of ours, a uh, mutual friend has been your guest, Ken Walls. Yes. And I, I went on there and I commented to Ken and I'm like, you know, you know I said, Michael's amazing. And Michael was talking. And uh, afterward, I said, can I have an introduction to Michael? I, I, I met him years ago at the ASTD conference in Chicago. He won't remember that. But I was at, his, at a seminar with him in 1999. And I love his stuff and his work. And so and because you're coming from a place of genuine appreciation of someone, it was easy for me to ask him to be a guest on my show. And my, my, my number one intention is he's going to add tremendous value to my, my guests, my group. And he did. But he was also... Uh, after the show, you know, you talk a little bit with the guests. I used the opportunity to, to ask, say to him, I saw you have an online course you've, you're creating that's launching soon. And he said, I do. It's called How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci. It's going to be, it's amazing. It's like professionally produced. It's, it is amazing. And I said, what are you going to charge for it? And he says, I'm going to charge $197 for it. Here's another way you can add value to guests. It's just by giving them honest advice. <laughs> and I said, you're not going to charge $197 for it. He says, yes, I am. I said, I, please tell me you're not. He says, well, what do you think I should charge for it? And so we got talking about how big it is, how long it is. I said, that's, that's at least a 497 program and probably more. What do you charge for a day, a day rate? He says 25 K. 
I said, for one day to come into a company. He says, yeah, I charge 25K to come into a company. I said, well, then you can't give this stuff away for 197. And he goes, that's what I've been thinking. You need to talk to my marketing team. So I said, well, I'm happy just to talk to them and I'll show them the path to being able to charge that and to be able to do it smartly. And so I pre-did a whole funnel map for his team. Like, here's the funnel. You guys just execute and do it. And they basically said, we don't want to have to do all that. So we're going to tell Michael, we need you. And, you know, now fast forward and we're <laughs> built this amazing quiz funnel. Uh, that's getting ready to launch right now called the number one creativity killer, which is a quiz funnel where people take a quiz for Michael's and Michael does the quiz answers on video about what you're falling into. It's what's killing your creativity. And then he brings you into his masterclass and his masterclass. We designed all of it is incredible. And then he sells his program. And he turned into a client that we're going to get a percentage on the back end forever on that course. That's amazing. It started with how do I give him value first? And then, you know, that's, this is, people go, I, I don't know if I want to go through all this work. Well, yeah, you would if you knew for certain you're going to have this success, right? Instead, we have to do what I did, which was just take a risk. Be like, I, I'm going to take a risk here. I started my show, Joe, two weeks uh, or a week after I had, I got braces. So I just got them off. I had, I had, Congratulations. For, yeah. I had braces for like the last nine months. And it just happened to be when I decided to start my podcast. They worked perfectly. <laughs> they worked. Yeah, they worked. Well, my orthodontist said, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do an accelerated plan. You're going to come in monthly, but I'll right. have them off. I'll have them off in, he told me, I think he said eight months or seven months, nine months. I it ended up being like 10 months, but, uh, you know, it, it was, but that talk about self-conscious, I'm like, I'm getting ready to do a live stream show and, and, and I'm in my forties and I've got braces. How do I, I had to deal with this whole, it was weird to have this new confidence struggle that I've never, I've never lacked before. And I was like, so I had to overcome some things, but I did it. And I just did it and said, listen, I'm going to give value to my audience. I'm going to invite potential guests onto my show and some will turn into to clients and some I'll just give value back to, and it'll all come back around. I want to make sure we answer that question with Yesenia, but, the, okay. but not your average Joe show. Yeah. So not your average Joe show. Yes. But no, it's uh, everybody's lighting up. So here's one of the things I want to, I want to throw out and I want to make sure it's really clear to everybody because what, what I believe a lot of people are listening to. So I understand just from the sales side of things, we sit down, we listen to Joe Soto, right? As Brian and I commented privately, the passion is amazing, right? That is coming from him talking. And it's so funny because Joe's talking about other people and he's that passionate for other people because his success is tied to theirs, mm -hmm. right? And so again, can I be passionate about somebody making a bunch of money if I get a percentage? Yes. Do I want them to make more? Absolutely. But one of the things I want to I want to point out and say, so Joe says you want to go out and provide somebody value. OK, but he didn't stop there. He said you want to go out and provide them value, but he had the next step available for them to take action on. Right. So when Joe Soto says, hey, I can come in and I'm going to do this little thing for you. And he does that one little thing. There is that piece behind him where he can execute on it. So I too many times I see the, you know, not. Yeah, I am speaking bad. The Gary V mentality. Right. Which is 
don't charge anybody. Don't charge anybody. Just give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Right. And now what is he doing? A he's going every song. Yes. He's, but he sits back and he goes, he goes, well, I'm going to charge now. I go, but you spent years telling us that we would be jerks if we charge people for stuff and that it's free and the attention comes because it's free. But the answer is, if you don't have the next step to deliver, then you're a charity. Right? Yeah. You're just donating to people all day long and there is no secondary benefit for you. And you don't have to go into it saying, I'm going to benefit doing it this way. You can legit give it to somebody and your clients will come from it because they appreciate what happened, what you did. And they saw that you are the right one, right? Like you gave it to his team and his team said, this isn't our wheelhouse. This doesn't make any sense for us. That's right. And, and that's, you know, showing somebody what to do versus how to do it is two different things. I wasn't training their team on how to do it. I was sharing with the team on what to do strategically. Um, and then if they buy into that, then the natural question is, would you like some help, you know, making this come, come, you know, see this through, see this through. I, I'll, this is something for everybody who's in sales. And it was a question I learned to ask that allowed me to gave me permission to do what I just described when you're trying to do it very intentionally, which is, I, I called it the, the prospecting question nobody can say no to. And that prospecting question is, would you be open-minded to me uh, designing a blueprint on how to do X, Y, Z? Would you be open-minded to me mapping out a plan or an outline for you to actually do this? I'm happy to do that for you and we can meet and I can, I can walk you through it. Or would you be open-minded to me outlining exactly the steps to make that a reality for you? And then your team can go and execute on it. Or when I was selling, we sold, we've sold a lot of funnels. I'll say, would you be open-minded to us building out a funnel map so you can see what the funnel should look like for this particular product offering or this particular launch strategy that you guys are looking at right now? Because most people, you ask them what their marketing plan is and they say, I don't have one. You know, like you're, you're shooting in the dark, you're, you're just th you know, throwing a bunch of mud at the wall and they say, yes. I say, well, we both agree that probably isn't a good strategy. I don't need to ask you, but would you be open-minded to me to mapping out that plan for you in advance so you could just have it? And they just go, yeah, I'd love that. So every owner, every CEO is like, yeah, please give me a plan. I haven't seen a plan. They are interested in seeing yours, especially if you do it for free. And all that is, is an exercise in showing them what to do. But they, it, it, if you do it right, they know they can't. And they, if they could execute on it, they already would have. They Correct. couldn't even execute on doing a plan. So you're already putting yourself in a position of authority and power. No, and great. And isn't it in most of the situations, right? Like, so when, when you say I can go teach automotive dealerships how to sell, but I can also teach software companies how to sell. Yeah. Right. And I can teach all the, because there's elements that go across. So when you say I'm going to build out a funnel, you're not starting with step one. Right. You're That's saying right. I've already got this knowledge down. So does it take you a long time? No, there's going to be some customizable tweaks that will drop in, of course. Right. But to you, it's not a labor intensive exercise no. because you've already proofed the model that comes up. And Correct. So Correct. Yeah, it is. It, we're really just customizing it with their words and their language, because almost every planner map is kind of the same. Right. Um, same with like a sales training program. You're still teaching rapport and questioning skills and business and other stuff that you might layer in there. Right. But you're going to teach that to the next company too. I, I did sales right. training for almost 10 years prior to completely reinventing myself in 2010. 
and had a chance to work with some auto dealerships. So I have a lot of high regard for the stuff, the world that you're in and have come from, Joe. It's not easy. It's tough business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but no, I think absolutely everything you said is, I'll use my word, which is genius, right? That comes up. And so, um, wow, look, see, my friend just jumped in here, Lisa Patrick, right? Hey, Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> so. being, being able to implement um, as a framework is the experience you're paying for. That's right. Right. That's because well again, I, I can design a whole bunch of stuff. If I don't have to put it together, it can be yeah. coherent or not. Right. So my background is electrical engineering. And we used to get our, our butt handed to us from mechanical because they're like, yeah, on a computer screen, everything works in real life. It doesn't work. And right. And you can come in and say, I've built it on the screen and in real life. And here's the result. And that knowledge is well worth paying for when it comes through on that one. Right. So that's right. Like Brian has his uh, digital course as well, where he teaches the facial analysis, right? I call it facial recognition because I think it sounds cooler, but right. He does the facial analysis and he can tell based on your ears, your nose, your eyes, your chin, all of this stuff, how your, your stuff goes through. And so it's impressive, but he and I do a call with Kimberly from Biznostics yeah. right? on, on Clubhouse. She's terrific. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, Clubhouse, I, we talked a little bit about Clubhouse last time. I still have not engaged on Clubhouse like I need to or probably. Well, you don't have be. to now. Uh, well, Facebook audio coming out, LinkedIn yeah, audio coming out, and They're Spotify. Out. I just yes. posted about LinkedIn and Facebook audio asking uh, my uh, group what they, what they, where they think it's going to head. But I will tell you in the short time I was on Clubhouse, um, I was in a room with with uh, a gentleman who I had connected with years ago, had met him at an event and hadn't talked to him in almost, almost 10 years, maybe I think 2012, we were, it was like on Coronado Island. Uh, when we, when we connected and met through a, through a mutual friend. Uh, anyway, he saw me on clubhouse and on clubhouse. And I don't know if it's even the same way at the time, you can really only contact primarily through Instagram. So he DM me on Instagram yeah. And said, hey, I saw you in Clubhouse. We should connect and just catch up. He is also one of our, and he's an author, speaker, and uh, in fact, just got awarded into the National Speakers Hall of Fame yesterday nice. uh, or this weekend, I think Saturday night. Um, and Is it uh, Justin Benson? No. Is it Justin ben Benton? No, it's not Justin Benton. Okay. <laughs> Joe invited me to Clubhouse. Yeah, I did invite Justin to Clubhouse. And he's the Clubhouse wizard now. The Clubhouse uh, wizard. But I... I, uh, anyway, my point is like, you know, I got a, uh, a significant, uh, client that we're calculating will be a, uh, mid six figure client by as all times all said, and then we're building a certification program that he's charging 15 K for, and we get a percentage of every sale that comes through the funnel. Nice. And, and, uh, we, I connected with him on clubhouse. It was amazing yeah. how that just my, you would think that would encourage me to be on there a lot more than right. The, Ten exactly. minutes I've been on there. Well, but... I, I did. I got on Clubhouse and ended up connecting with somebody as well. And now we've put together a hundred and sixty-seven private Facebook groups. Wow, that's awesome, right? And so it's all just about. And again, the same thing you were talking about. Where so I I bought the the actual URL years ago, um, which was from social media media to social media. 
Oh, right. And so and I was talking with somebody and said, what I like to do is take virtual prospects and turn them into live customers in your business. And some I was sitting with it was Eric Swanson. And he was like, you know what you need to do? Yeah, social media to social media. You can have that. And I was like, well, I'm going to take it. So I pulled out my phone and typed in a note, went to go. <laughs> go Daddy bought it. Right. And I was like, OK, there it is. Beautiful. But then when I started talking now, this is three years ago. Now I'm sitting with somebody last year that on Clubhouse, here's Amy Lee talking. Amy Lee and I connect on, on Clubhouse. Amy Lee says, let's do a meeting. We do a Zoom meeting. This guy comes back, says, look, I've already built um, an actual Facebook group program where I have 310,000 people across the U.S. that are all part of the dental industry. Mm. And I'm like, what? And he goes, now I want to do it where we can make communities better, right? Wow. And get all these people. I'm like, look at everybody on Clubhouse. The answer is go to Instagram, right? And then what happens? They die off. Yes. And it's like, you have no place to go. And I'm like, well, let's go to a Facebook group. Let's go to live in an area. So I can't be in your your Club Connects group. We called it Club Connects because we want you to connect, but it's with a K for K next. Yeah. And we said, I can't be in your group because we don't physically are near each other, right? And so, but I, I'm going to go on Clubhouse and tell the people there that are influencers in an audio app saying, don't you want to actually be an influencer in life? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And so what, what if you could be an influencer in your own city? You started off and it was perfect. You were like, just own your zip code. Yeah. Right? Grant yeah. Cardone says the same thing, right? How do you dominate in your field. Well, you dominate your city first and then move out yeah. and get bigger. And that's the same thing you, you're saying. And I love it. And it's like, we need to go and jump out even more to, to do that. Amen. So, but look, I'm sized up with you now. So, <laughs> so, okay, great. Now I'm going to go over here cause I have a, an actual link for Joe Soto. So I want to talk, you tell me, explain to us what the, the link is going to go. The digital attraction. Okay. So, yeah. So that one will go to a training that I did for Jeffrey Gittimer's group. Um, an example of repurposing uh, training, but I took it one step further is I made a uh, extensive workbook out of it with all the different resources I talk about in the training and also just a workbook to workbook yourself through the training. It's about an hour training. It's, there's no pitching. I don't sell anything at the end. <laughs> it's just uh, on how to attract clients online without paid ads, how to attract your ideal clients using a variety of the stuff I talked about. I actually show a lot of examples of the stuff I talked about, um, minus the Facebook group stuff. That was special just for Joe Ingram's group. But the other stuff is all layered in there. And it's really it's really extensive. It's a, it's a, it's a real masterclass without pitching at the end and trying to sell anything. So You'll enjoy it. And if you like it, you'll be on my list where you'll get tips every once in a while sent to you. I, I uh, you know, and then every once in a while I might uh, recommend things. So you can opt out if you don't like that. And if you do like it, I look forward to having you as part of my community as well. Right. And again, the answer is what? It's value. Yeah. Right. You, you never are saying buy from me, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me without providing the value. Right. And even in the email I sent you and I said, oh, you got to come on. You were like, OK. And for everybody, he does not work past four o'clock in the afternoon. He has sacrificed family time to come on to work games with me. So I want to say thank you so much. I know what you gave up. 
And so, because there's a lot of children at your house. Yes, we have we have uh, we have nine kids, but seven in the home under seventeen. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. So there's a lot going on behind that white board behind him that it's says Joe Soto. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm in actually in my office here, and luckily I have natural sunlight that faces me that lights me up naturally. But we, uh, yeah, we head out for family vacation next week, so it's okay. I'll decompress then. Fantastic. So uh, again, thank you very much, Joe. I do appreciate you. Everybody, digitalattractionhacks.com. I threw it in the comments down below. You need to know him and you need to learn from him. Okay. And it's up to you to extend out and say, hey, can I talk to you, Joe? Can I do this? He's swamped. He's busy. Right. So if you if you go to Digital Attraction Hack, go learn something first. Right. It's not about sending them a DM later saying, oh, I want to know you and I need to be your friend. That's that's not what it is. Okay, guys. I'm happy to so, connect, though. But no, you'll find, you'll find me in he's one not. way or another on all the social media sites. <laughs> Joe, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. No, thank you, awesome. Joe Soto. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Everybody, go out and sell something. Thank you. <laughs> yes. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated.